It's Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. And this is Uranium Spotlight, your weekly podcast dedicated to delivering the latest news and events shaping the uranium fuel market and its critical role in the global energy landscape. Brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group, trading on the TSX Venture and the OTCQB. PurePoint actively operates a portfolio of advanced uranium projects in the world's richest uranium district and has established partnerships with some of the largest uranium suppliers worldwide. While our passion for this subject is undeniable, it's essential to clarify that the information presented here is not investment advice. Instead, our goal is to offer an unbiased and comprehensive review of recent events that could impact uranium prices. And now your host, Chris Frostad. This week on Uranium Spotlight, we look at three countries' big moves to nuclear and Russia's establishment of its foothold in the global market. We also look at this week's big merger news, but first, last week's surge in uranium prices. Last week saw uranium prices continue their rapid rise, with the spot closing Friday at $73.50 per pound U.S. U308. That represents a $5.20 increase on the week and a $12.40 rise during the month of September. In September, the spot U308 market saw 28 transactions, mostly in the second half of the month. Of these, 26 involved U308 and two dealt with enriched uranium products. These transactions totaled just over 2.9 million pounds of U308 equivalent, bringing the annual volume to 277 spot transactions, with 40 million pounds of U308 equivalent. In the same month, 22 transactions required prompt delivery, zero to three months, while six were four to six months delivery. Additionally, seven utility contracts were awarded, three for U308, two for UF6, and two for enrichment services. The long-term contracting price was not far behind, closing September at $61, up $3 per pound on the month. Long-term activity remains high, with several non-U.S. utilities seeking uranium for their new build programs, resulting in multiple contract awards totaling nearly 23 million pounds of U308 equivalent for the month. Additionally, other utilities are actively exploring various fuel options with delivery periods ranging from 2024 to 2032, reflecting strong interest in mid- and longer-term uranium supply. This week, several countries announced that they would be stepping up their plans to build more reactors as the global fight to bring down emissions continues. China, Canada, and France were the foremost amongst these countries, putting their nuclear know-how to work as they expect to expand on their already large nuclear fleets. China has announced that it will be authorizing between six and eight reactors every year for the foreseeable future. As of August 2023, China has 55 operable reactors, 24 reactors under construction, and another 200 on the drawing board. In four short years, reactors in China, both operating and under construction, have increased by 30%. China currently gets 5% of its energy requirements from nuclear power. China expects to increase the total share of nuclear in its energy mix to 10% by 2035 and to 18% by 2060. This doubling of its nuclear power capacity by 2035 will require massive investments in time, energy, and funds into the nuclear power sector. Canada, and more specifically Ontario Power Generation, has announced that it will build not one but four of the new GE Hitachi PWRX300 model small modular reactors at Darlington Nuclear Power Plant. They have been joined in their nuclear ambitions by the province of Saskatchewan and its utility Sask Power, 
which has launched a comprehensive review into whether the same model would work well in that province. Five provinces, one territory, and the federal government of Canada have all now signed on to a small modular reactor action plan, suggesting that they looked at the new technology with heightened interest. Small modular reactors are designed to minimize the upfront cost and time commitment to building new reactors by making the reactor itself more compact. Ontario has gone even further than the other provinces in its search for clean energy sources, announcing that it will be building a new large-scale reactor at its Bruce Power Nuclear Generating Station. The new reactor will provide enough power to keep the lights on in 4.8 million homes. Ontario is also planning to refurbish its Pickering nuclear power plant, built in the 1980s, so it can continue to provide clean baseload generating capacity in the years to come. Canada currently has 19 operational reactors, of which Ontario has 18. Nuclear makes up 12.9% of Canada's total generating capacity, but about 55% of Ontario's generating capacity. France has announced that it will need to invest much more year after year into state-owned power corporation EDF. This is to maintain its current nuclear fleet, expand its fleet with new reactors, and build renewable energy generation capacity. The exact number has not yet been agreed upon, with EDF CEO Luc Ramon and Energy Minister Agnès Pannier-Runcher saying that it is likely somewhere between 20 to 25 billion euros or more. France currently has plans to build six more reactors, which will cost approximately $3 billion per year collectively while they are being built. France has 56 reactors that account for 62.5% of its total generating capacity. All of these countries obviously have faith in the ability of nuclear power to be safe, reliable, and sustainable. With the increase in reactors that is already underway or planned around the world, we are truly looking at a global nuclear renaissance. Russian state-owned nuclear industry giant Rosatom was all over the news this week as they exported fuel to new nuclear plants, cut off exports to old ones, and competed to build new reactors elsewhere. Rosatom definitely has its finger in a few different pies. They operate all over Russia's existing fleet of 37 reactors, while they are currently building 33 reactors globally and operating many of those built abroad. Rosatom also fabricates and exports a large share of the world's nuclear fuel often to the very same reactors that they've built and now operate. One such country where Rosatom has built a reactor is Bangladesh, where Rosatom has been moving forward with the Rupur nuclear power plant with its two 1200 megawatt units. The two units have not entered service yet, but unit one will enter service next year after its first load of fuel is handed over in a special ceremony this coming week. The other will enter service in 2025. The fuel arrived earlier this week in preparation for the coming ceremony. The fuel was shipped to Bangladesh from Novabrisk's chemical concentrates plant in Russia via plane. Rosatom also announced this week that it would cut off supplies of uranium that shipped from St. Petersburg to the United States due to insurance concerns. It claimed that it would still meet all of its commitments to its contract partners, but did not specify how. Rosatom claimed in its statement that insurance coverage was one major reason for the recent surge in nuclear prices. Rosatom stepped in this week as a potential supplier of a nuclear plant in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia has a noted interest in nuclear because of their Saudi Vision 2030 development program. Rosatom has noted that they have an exemplary safety record in building its 81 reactors around the world and that its VVER 1200 models use the latest technology. Saudi Arabia will no doubt want to consider all of its options before it makes a final decision as to who should build its first reactor. 
ISO Energy Limited and Consolidated Uranium Inc. have announced their merger, creating a leading diversified uranium company focused on top uranium jurisdictions globally. ISO Energy will acquire all outstanding shares of consolidated uranium, with shareholders receiving 0.5 of an ISO Energy common share for each consolidated uranium share. The merger's fully diluted equity value is approximately $903.5 million, with ISO Energy and consolidated uranium shareholders owning 70.5% and 29.5% respectively. The merger aims to capitalize on the current uranium market, with projects in top uranium mining regions and a strategic focus on production. The combined company will explore, develop, and expand its projects and offer significant exploration potential across properties in Canada, the United States, Australia, and Argentina. Consolidated uranium shareholders will benefit from diversification, entry into the Athabasca Basin, and collaboration with ISO Energy's experienced team. ISO Energy shareholders will see accretion to net asset value, access to substantial historical resources, and exposure to near-term producing uranium mines and exploration properties. The merger requires approvals and is expected to be completed in Q4 of 2023. Post-merger, ISO Energy shares will continue to trade on the TSX Venture Exchange, while consolidated uranium shares will be delisted. In connection with the merger, ISO Energy plans a private placement of subscription receipts recently upsized to $35.1 million due to the strong investor demand. The proceeds will fund uranium asset exploration, development, and general corporate purposes, with the offering expected to close around October 19, 2023. The private placement, led by Satcham Cove, supplements participation from Cornerstone Investors NextGen Energy Limited, Mega Uranium Limited, and Energy Fuels, Inc. Agents will have an option to further increase the offering size. The securities issued will be subject to a four-month hold period under Canadian securities law. And that wraps up your Uranium Spotlight coverage for this week. For more news and events from the world of uranium, please tune in next week to Uranium Spotlight. You've been listening to Uranium Spotlight, your weekly podcast dedicated to delivering the latest news and events shaping the uranium fuel market and its critical role in the global energy landscape. Brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group, advancing its position as the premier uranium explorer in the world's richest uranium district. Join us again next week for Uranium Spotlight.